So you'll often hear me say how dysfunctional the music business is. And what I mean by that is a lot of times our rewards are not in direct proportion to the work that we put in. It's not always easy to understand what is going on. And when it comes to music publishing, that's one of the most complicated issues, but one of the most important. And thankfully, at the recording of this episode, Elizabeth from Song Trust is in town. And does she deliver? So first off, I just want to say welcome to the podcast. And before we jump into the episode, let me tell you a little bit about myself and what you can expect. Uh, I have been in the business now for coming up on 30 years. What we're going to talk about in this podcast are things that go on in my day-to-day life, whether it be as a manager, whether it be as a consultant, whether it be as someone who is creating products that's helping musicians all over the world. If there's something going on in the industry, we're going to talk about it. If there's a strategy that needs to be taught, we're going to talk about it. And if there's some way that I can help get you closer to your goal, then you are in the right place because that's what we are going to talk about here on the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now let's jump into the episode. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So in this episode of the podcast, I'm super excited because I selfishly, I've been wanting this interview for myself a lot because I like to pretend that I know more things than I do. Uh, But this one kept stumping me as well. So I'm excited to have Elizabeth from Song Trust here with us today so we can get the answers once and for all that you keep asking. Uh, First off, thank you very much. Yes, of course. I appreciate this. And it's just worked out that 10 Pan South is happening at the same exact time. Right. So you guys are in town. So tell everyone real quick, just give a quick update of who you are. Then we're going to talk a little bit about Song Trust. And then I'm going to do like a rapid fire questions that I get all the time. And we'll just have fun from there. (laughs) All right. So my name is Elizabeth and I'm a music publishing specialist. Really, that means my job is half education and then half onboarding. So it's mostly educating people, whether they're a songwriter or a business such as a label or a manager, like a representative. Um, anyone working with music, I help them understand their next steps in publishing, whether they're starting from zero right. or they're coming from a prior publishing deal or their goal is to have like you know a traditional publishing deal in the future. So establishing that ground and that expectation and then helping people understand how they can properly register their works globally just on the publishing side. Got it. So, And for those of you that don't quite understand yet the publishing side, uh, go to songtrust.com. They've got some of the best handouts, and they're the ones actually, the handouts that I even take and provide as a PDF inside my program because they've simplified it. You know, it, it's such a confusing topic, and people hear it tossed around, and everybody's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to Nashville and get a publishing deal. And I'm like, great, tell me where they're handing those out. Right. <laughs> you know, it's not like it used to be. So all of you will always... of the time start out as your first publisher. Mm -hmm. So having a resource that's able to uh, educate them on just the do's and the don'ts. So Song Trust is kind of new to the game. It's like it seems like it just came out of nowhere and has taken over in this space. And I think because it's grown so fast, it started causing some confusion Mm -hmm. because you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, you're replacing a lot of what other people had to do on the admin side. They would have to have multiple people trying to gather all this stuff. And you right. guys kind of came in and said, wait, we can do all that yep. for you now. Am I close? Yes. Okay, good. So um, 
as many people probably know, as a, a songwriter, you can affiliate with the PRO, and that's like the primary step. And then in order to collect the remaining royalties um, earned from a composition, you have to have an affiliated entity with at least a performing rights organization, and then all three mechanical agencies in the United States. CSAC, ASCAP, BMI? Um, Harry Fox Agency, Harry Fox, Music okay. Reports, and MediaNet. So okay, this go. just covers Okay, so this is different income. now. Okay, so talk about those three, because when I hear PROs in the U.S., so these aren't PROs. No, these are mechanical agencies. Mechanical agencies. Yeah. So the mechanical is from the physical sale or the digital sale. Or the stream. Performance is from the radio airplay. The stream. Digital the stream. stream is also a mechanical. Yeah. Okay. So I, I tell people, like, if it's, if it's remaining high level, I just say, as of the internet, ASCAP and BMI are not built to represent your rights on a global scale. Okay. It's not that they can't do their job. They're just not built to represent rights on a streaming internet level. So ASCAP and BMI are not collecting your royalties from YouTube? Um, yes, YouTube. But Is it that streaming? Um, it's, well, it's both. It's performance okay. and mechanical. Got it. Okay. Yes. So then um, the second part is like, the first part's like, oh, I have performance rights. I earn performance royalties. The second part is, oh, I can collect my publisher's share of both performance royalties and mechanical royalties. And once you find out that when your song streams, you earn both of those, then you learn how to access them. Now you guys see why you need somebody else doing this for you, because <laughs> it gets super confusing. So a song plays on YouTube. So somebody puts their song up on YouTube. Yeah. And it plays. So there's a mechanical royalty mm -hmm. and a performance royalty? Yes. Okay. How? So um, a recording is a mechanical reproduction of a composition. Okay. So when the recording is performed in public, such as on a streaming platform, it earns primarily the performance royalty. Got That's it. Like all compositions earn performance royalties. So you got that. And then you get a mechanical because there's a mechanical reproduction of your song being used. Okay, so here's, here's where I, I screwed this question up then because I'm assuming someone uh, going live singing their own acoustic version of that, that's not a mechanical reproduction of the song, is Correct. it? So if I just want to go on and do cover songs, if I'm oh, an artist, yeah. I'm doing cover songs of my own songs, mm -hmm. uh, there is no recording of it besides me doing it live, does that still classify as a mechanical or just um, the performance? <laughs> it depends. So oh, okay. if we are on YouTube and it's going to remain a static piece of content Correct. with three different assets, okay. being the video, recording, and composition, yep. then yes, you would earn both mechanical and composition. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, not to, be, okay. not to get no too No worries, granular. because as soon as you push record on the video and it's done, it's now recorded. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So it's not live. Yeah. So if it's live, that's different. Mm -hmm. Okay. And in general, it's called user-generated content. So Got it. Like we could put this on YouTube and sing someone's song and then sure. technically or owe them royalties. <laughs> yeah, both mechanical and performance. Yeah. Okay, so then so then ASCAP and BMI are collecting one part of that. So yeah. if you do not have someone like Song Trust, you're leaving half of the money yep. on the table. And this is just domestically. Okay, so <laughs> so what we thought was right is actually wrong and then how does sound exchange come into the because the mm -hmm. questions that i always get are this it's like if i have song trust yeah do i need ascap and bmi yes so you need ascap and bmi no matter what 
Okay. They're like your That's where you gateway start. to gateway to music publishing land is Yaro. <laughs> okay. Yes. So that's where it all starts is by yeah. registering with the performance mm-hmm. rights organization in the mm-hmm. United States. That's ASCAP or BMI. Yeah. Uh, CSAC is by invite only. So the ones that you can do without anyone's permission are those two. If you're in Canada, you've got SOCAN. Mm-hmm. SOCAN will then affiliate you with either ASCAP or BMI. Yeah, your preference. I and believe. then in Europe, just figure out what your PRO is <laughs> over in Europe. So then for step one, Rick's decided he's going to start putting his music out on the internet. Uh, he signed up as a BMI songwriter mm-hmm. and as a publisher. Mm-hmm. Now my next call would be to Song Trust. Yeah, okay. because you're taking your representation to a next level. So what I tell people is you're doing everything you can. Like you're doing everything right. You're not wrong. Sure. Um, but in order to be fully represented, you take it to a next level and say, okay, I'm a, a writer. I'm a self-publisher. My performance rights. Now I have to handle these mechanical rights. I'm going to need the help of an admin such as right. Song Trust, who's already affiliated with the mechanical agencies. Um, and then just even scope like the move the scope back a little further. Yes, then please. you have global performance royalties and global mechanical royalties. Okay. So they're just these. Um, the so further you move back, the more you see. If so is ASCAP collecting the global performance as um, much as they can? No, so they're really not built to do that. They, okay. they can and they do, but it happens through reciprocal agreements sometimes. So it could happen at a delay. Um, okay. And the the bottom line that we really care about at SongTrust is for you to see in your statement where exactly exactly your royalties are generated and when. So SongTrust can now collect my international Mm -hmm. performance and mechanical. Yes, in a timely fashion. So then why wouldn't someone just sign up with SongTrust? Great question. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, because they it, don't it, know what they don't know what their needs are. It's hard to it's hard for everyone to. Okay, understand so where they fit. I have a platform where I can go out and say, if you are a pub, self published and you are not signed up, because some people are saying things now, and maybe this is it. Okay. Well, I'm paying CD Baby for my admin. That's okay. Yeah. Why would I also pay SongTrust for my you admin? Wouldn't. You wouldn't. So SongTrust actually powers CD Baby Pro right. as a back office solution. Um, when people opt into the publishing administration of a distributor, so yep. if they say, I want two and one, that's totally fine. Okay. Um, it's just the difference is you don't get as detailed the royalty statements, okay. and you don't get someone to email personally and say, I have this complex publishing <laughs> question, can you please answer it? Right. So you can't expect them to know very much so about So if publishing. someone's going in to sign up for CD Baby, I've decided, okay, I would like CD Baby to distribute my music. Yep. I have BMI as my... Mm-hmm. PRO, I have SongTrust as my admin company, which I know mm-hmm. is going to collect. Now I'm going to have CD Baby distribute yeah. to all the outlets because SongTrust does not distribute Correct. to the outlets. Correct. Okay, so I found something you guys don't do. Yes. I was going to see if you could wash my car, too, while I was here. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay, so now, now we're on to something. So you're going to go as an independent publisher, and you are going to affiliate yourself with a PRO. Yeah. The next step is you're going to contact SongTrust, and you are going to appoint them your admin company, mm-hmm. and they are going to be able to take care of your performance and your mechanical royalties worldwide. Global worldwide. is how we call it. Global. 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 Yep. Okay. 
at some point it'll say universe because I know all the contracts in Nashville <laughs> because at some point we figure we'll get somebody up there singing and somebody will need to collect for it. Especially Sun Ra. Yeah. Exactly. If you've heard of his publishing agreement. No. I think it includes Saturn. I think that it he did, like they forced did get Saturn the planet in into, the, into the contract. Yes, that is amazing. Okay, <laughs> so now I've, I've locked down my music to make yes. sure that it's one protected and mm -hmm. that we can track it. Mm -hmm. uh, so then I go to CD Baby. When I go to CD Baby and I sign up, and I sign up for CD Baby Pro because I want them to also pitch to playlist and things like that, do I also, I don't click the box that says, be my admin, or do they do it automatically when it's you sign up? It's automatically. So Pro includes publishing administration. Um, so you'd have to pick either or. You'd have to pick CD Baby Pro or Song Trust. So, so but if I'm already with Song Trust, mm -hmm. I don't want to use CD Baby Pro Correct. then. Okay. So I just want to use their normal distribution mm -hmm. channel at yep. that point. So CD Baby as your uh, distributor is helping you manage your master recording right. and help collect your master recording royalties. Got it. And then SongTrust is your publisher helping you manage your composition and collect your composition royalties. We could talk about how the two connect. We talk about whatever you think okay. they need to know because it's like I don't know what I don't know. Okay. Um, All right. two notes. I wish you guys could see the shitty grin she has on her face when she <laughs> talks about this. It just comes so quick to her and I'm over here. My eyes are spinning and rolling in my head. Okay. Um, I love to do this. So uh, just a quick note. Um, if you're using an admin such as SongTrust um, or CD Baby Pro, you don't have to have a publishing entity. You know, so okay. you don't have to have an LLC affiliated with BMI. Right. Like, personally, I'm a songwriter. I have an LLC with BMI. But if I sign up for SongTrust, I could affiliate with a PRO, um, and then I could become my own publisher just by kind of creating an account and acting as my own publisher. So essentially, you don't have to spend the money and the fees to sure. create your own entity and affiliate it unless for legal or cash flow right. reasons right. you need to do that. Right. So just saving Tax people... Tax reasons, legality yes, stuff, right. Saving people the extra dough if necessary. Um, and then the second part is um, the work codes. So like your distributor manages your ISRC, which is your International Standard Recording Code. And then your publisher manages your ISWC, which is your International Standard Work Code. Um, so these two codes are really like the identity of each part of the song. Okay. And then your publisher is able to connect your ISRC to your composition. Got it when it goes to the mechanical agencies, such as Harry Fox, right. and Music Reports, and MediaNet. So the publisher is really doing the backbone of the work by connecting the two worlds. Um, and that's why you really need both. And that just completes the picture. So when you say your publisher's doing that, that's either going to be, if you say SongTrust is going to act. So when explain when someone says they act as your admin, because a mm -hmm. lot of times you're going to hear people say, yeah, but they take like half of my publishing or mm. they now all of a sudden are listed on my royalty statement as my publisher yes. and all this stuff. So explain oh, some of the confusion and also explain why. Because yeah. people, you have to understand if you, I, I've been doing a lot of uh, webinars on Good. for Disc Maker and for CD Baby and yeah. everybody in that space. And they'll always come in and they'll say, yeah, but I don't, we've been doing some music uh publishing sync and licensing they're like yeah but they they act as my publisher and they mm -hmm. collect 50 percent i'm like so does any music library you sign up with you know it's like artist respectfully 
you guys, you want everything for free, but you want to hold on to everything and own it yourself. And yeah. it just doesn't work that way. It's, it's like someone yeah. has to be paid to collect your money. Everything that Song Trust knows, go learn yourself if you don't want to do it. But what mm -hmm. are the fees and why are they important that people understand this is why you're paying these um, things, if this makes sense? I went to a festival in Canada and I love the Canadians. So nice. Um, I heard someone say, oh, an admin just takes 7.5% of your total publishing <laughs> because all, a lot of Canadian writers are self-published, right. so they're a really good independent model already. And if you look at it, like if you have a 15% admin fee on your publisher share, you have a 7.5% fee on your total publishing income. So it's really not that bad if you're independent right. and you're the only person collecting. Right. Um, so overall, it's like a pretty good deal. But we do take 15% of the publisher share, which includes... 50% of performance royalties in the U.S. and um, your publisher mechanicals, whether they be from sales, downloads, or streams. Okay. Now, let me explain what that means, guys. They only make money if you're making money. That's true. So if you are in a position to go collect it all yourself, then keep 100%. And if you want to go try to chase down, you know, Gunther in Germany to see how much money he owes you so that you can save your 7.5%, uh, you're not as smart as I thought you were. So what you want to understand is this, is they are a collection company. And right now, as we talk about the amount of royalties that are quote unquote out there in the black box, it's because too many people thought that they could save a couple bucks by doing it themselves. That's what you don't want to be. Mm -hmm. Because if you, they, if they're, here's, here's what you want. Let me just say this, okay? And I say this respectfully to all of you. You want to write them a $100,000 check as fast as possible because think about what that means that you made, okay? So as big as your money is, may, let them wish them the most money that they could possibly collect for you and make for themselves because that means that you're going to get 85% of that. They're only going to maintain 15% of that. So we got to shift our thinking sometimes instead of everybody's out to screw the independent mm -hmm. artist. No, you guys are doing a good enough job screwing mm -hmm. yourself by being ignorant. So we need to <laughs> fix that. And that was Rick only speaking on behalf of Rick, not Elizabeth on behalf <laughs> of Song Trust. But you guys know, I'm going to tell you, it's like I'm tired of hearing you whine about everything. You don't know everything. As soon as you can realize that, we're gonna, it's going to be much easier for us to teach. It's going to be much easier for us to come to you and you guys don't put your guard up right away and think somebody else is trying to screw you over. That's why I've been fighting for this meeting because of the fact that there's so much that you don't know and because you don't know it, you jump to conclusions or you overhear a buddy of yours got screwed in his publishing deal so everyone else... No, 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 no. This is all about you, okay? So when you've got a company that is in a position to collect your money, your goal is to let them collect your money and give them the resources and tools they need. Okay, enough on that rant. Yeah. Uh. So, well, I can, well, I can back that up with two things. And one is what you want to see in your publisher is them going directly to their business partner in a given country, which should be the PRO. Right. Um, a lot of traditional publishing utilizes sub-publishing. Mm -hmm. um, and unless you have creative reasons, there's really no reason to have someone taking a middle transaction in any territory. So SongTrust goes directly to the collection management organization in Germany or APRA Amcos in Australia. Um, and we have an actual business entity affiliated with them. So we have a business agreement 
and we have proper licensing for your music on both digital and performance. Mm -hmm. In Pan-Europe, for example, because we're direct with ICE, which is the largest aggregated copyright database in Pan-Europe. Okay. So it's just like working smarter and working directly because the reason Black Box is, exists is because of the gap in information. Right. It's not that your money is lost. It's not that someone lost it. They just don't know who you are. They're waiting for it to be identified. They do not know and then who you when are, it is isn't identified, yeah. it goes to the majors and they distribute. It is goes that... to the favorite shareholders of the given society. There you go. And who might that be? Okay, uh, not me. Right. So the next thing, let's talk about Sound Exchange. Yeah. So all of a sudden, for whatever reason, in this really messed up world we live in anyway that was already confusing enough they said and now we're going to allow this company mm. to collect internet radio money so internet radio money is not it's or, uh, internet radio play is not considered a stream because streams you dictate how they're played they're basically and the internet radio you just hear it it just happens to come through internet radio right. pandora sirius xm and whatever else would be the new internet radio stations. Mm -hmm. So does Song Trust work in conjunction with Sound Exchange, or is that a standalone? Um, Sound Exchange is a standalone. Okay. <laughs> Known as a neighboring rights organization, um, it's a nonprofit organization that helps people who own their master rights. Okay. So on the master side, you have your label or distributor. Yep. And your neighboring rights organization. Okay. Then you're covered for the master. Okay. And on the publishing side, you have your PRO, yep. and then your choice, if you want an entity, you don't have to have an entity, but at least you're a writer at a PRO, and then an admin, such as Trust, helping you register at all those places. Okay, so here we go. We've decided once again, we're going to go back to the beginning. We have just <laughs> signed ourselves up as a, as a BMI songwriter. The next conversation I have is with Song Trust. They become my publisher, uh, which is awesome, guys, because there's not a whole bunch of people willing to do that here in town. They look at all these publishing companies. They've got their own entity. So now you've got Song Trust. Then the next thing that we do is we go and we figure out who's going to send our music out into the world. So we then go to CD Baby. We let CD Baby know we already have our publisher. Song Trust will be collecting our money. Here's our PRO. Then we are going to contact Sound Exchange to make sure that we're taken care of in case J.R. Schumann hears your song and wants to throw it on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Have I left anything out in the process, or for you Canadians, process? <laughs> so that covers your proper licensing of Great. both your composition and recording assets. So we're covered in that mm -hmm. capacity. Okay, so what are the next steps for them as far as, at what point does Song Trust hit capacity? Are you, I mean, you know, it's like for more, normal publishing companies are yeah. like, we can only handle this. At what right. point, or is this something that you guys have been working towards to be able to take on the masses? Well, as I mentioned earlier, I started at Song Trust when it was about 13 people in the headquarters at New York City. Um, so it was just tech, it was just developers building this software that could scale. Wow, so okay. the software can scale for CD Baby and it can scale for Song Trust. Um, and while working there, we got up to over a million copyrights. But the thing is, um, the way that the system is built is like it audit, it's automated. It's right. automated publishing. So there's really no risk for human error for this data, which is really, really important. Um, it saves time and it also saves risk. Great. You mentioned something earlier, uh, being able to track your music and see where it's coming from. What are the payouts like with Song Trust? So... Um, 
publishing is a long game. It's mm -hmm. six to nine months to register your song at over yep. 40 PROs and mechanical agencies, yep. uh, which we work with. And then it's nine to 12 months to actually earn your royalty payment, um, your first royalty payment for um, you know your first time registered songs. And then you get paid on a quarterly basis. Got it. Um, we provide a royalties dashboard. It's interactive. So it's it really looks like an interactive Excel sheet, which sounds exciting to some people, but not most. Um, and you can see the the source of the royalty, the type, you know, mechanical or performance, um, the platform it was used on, the period of time in which it was earned, um, and the territory where it was earned. Great. So you're given all this information, which we can get back to later, um, but you're given all this information and a breakdown of the royalties per line of the statement. Um, this is the most transparency you could ever see at any publisher sure for them to just upload their statement right into your dashboard and for you to see it well and you got to look at it too is that you guys are a partner yeah. you know yeah. and and I think that from what like I said a lot of people are still whining about the way that they wish it used to be the way that it is today is that you need help mm -hmm. and you need whether it be collaboration in your co-write collaboration and collecting your money collaboration and touring whatever it is is that you need to understand that you are your first manager, you're your first record company, your first publishing company. That's what I teach the folks that are in my program is that, so you are your own publishing company, here's the roles and here's what you need. Mm -hmm. And admin's super important, you know, and they forget about that sometimes. They'll, they'll hear things and then go, well, I own my master. Mm -mm. Okay, congratulations. You know, it's like, Who's collecting the money? Mm -hmm. You know, there's and and people who know how to do it right, they'll fight. Going, hey, let us. We want to admin right. the company. We want to do this. So if someone is with, and this is probably, so there's a lot of people that are now wanting to become a wall artist yeah. and things like that. I notice Song Trust partners with a lot of these companies because probably of your back end and because of the software that you guys have that makes yeah. it easier for a lot of people. There is a landing page on the Harry Fox Agency website that says sign up for Song Trust. Great. <laughs> um, and Sound Exchange, I think, as well. And we are partnering with some distributors, but it's mostly on a referral basis. The only okay. integration we actually have, like on a technical level, is with CD Baby. Okay. Um, maybe that'll change, but for now, that's that's what it is. Well, it works well for me because I do a lot of work with CD Baby. I'm mm -hmm. on their stage every year, you right. know, speaking, doing a keynote, and this will definitely be a part of it this year. So all we have to do is go to songtrust.com. Correct. And they can get any information that they have. They can register there as well, or mm -hmm. do they? Do you guys like to check people out before they come on, or it just makes it as easy as that? With the technology, we don't have to be as picky. Right. It's not right. like a traditional <laughs> publishing deal where we yeah. have to like you. Okay. So. <laughs> There's no bias, I promise. Um, yes, you can go to songtrust.com and click register, and there you can create an account. Um, and it's it's quite simple, the, the setup process. We also have a chat box in the dashboard, which links to our support group, which is in our New York office. Yep. So they're available during office hours to answer any question you have while you're in your There's account. also a lot of great videos on there that you yes. can go back from past conversations. And mm -hmm. anytime you guys... And, and, Everybody asks me, it's like, Rick, why are you always so up to date on this stuff? I use my car as my college. I call it the University of Ford. <laughs> is that you can play, in most cars now, you could play a video. You don't have to watch the video. It's like it's not like they're showing you anything. They're talking to you. So the more you can hear and understand this stuff, the better acquainted you're going to be with whatever situation that it is that you're getting involved in to ask mm -hmm. the right question. 
so I, I wasn't joking. I wasn't when I'm like, why doesn't everybody who's an independent songwriter have a song trust? It's like, uh, is, is there, I mean, so that's kind of going to be my flag. It's yeah. like, guys, <laughs> it's like here, it's, it's right there for you. Right. Well, it's being in control of your work and it's being, I tell people, the more you go, the more confident you'll be talking about this. It's like, it's, there's a kind of a learning curve, but once you get around that, you're going to be like, oh, now I can tell my friends, like now I can go to events and shows and I can talk about publishing in a confident way, but in like a conversational way, like right. blog.songtrust.com does. Um, but Wait, do that one more time? <laughs> blog.songtrust.com. Got that, blog. <laughs> and by the way, folks, all the things that you need will be in the show notes. I'll make sure that you yeah. have it. Uh, we also have a great help center in FAQ. Um, our support team is really dedicated to hitting thresholds. So they just hit a 400 article threshold. Wow. Of music industry FAQ articles in general. So very helpful knowledge. Um, we really are just here to educate and inform people so that they can make better decisions for themselves. Sure. Um, and then going back to the royalties dashboard, the details in a statement for your publishing really helps you understand the the. The pro like the value of your music in a certain way because if you know where your music is earning um, or maybe where it's not, that helps you make decisions in the future and it helps you project Touring, your income. Yeah. All kinds of different conversations. So it's good to have that information first before you work with a publisher. This is what I tell people. I'm like, well, first, if you have global registrations and then you want to work with a traditional publisher, they're going to be like, oh, you already got all your songs registered globally? We don't have to do that? Oh, okay. Got and it. then you're going to be like, oh, I can earn my it advance makes, back faster? It makes you look pro. It really <laughs> does. It lets them know that they're dealing with somebody that understands the business. Yeah. And then How, you can also leverage yourself by so, negotiating. And I may be opening up a can of worms, and That's I okay. apologize if I am on this. So let's say that I did it right, signed up the way that I explained to everyone, and now all of a sudden I've been reached out to by a traditional mm -hmm. publisher. All of the songs that have already been registered with you guys – you will continue to collect on those, and then I end my... So do That's I ever end my relationship, yes. or how's this work? Yes. So, uh, let's talk about the divorce, yes. just in case. <laughs> um, so you have a year okay. to when you add your first song on your account um, to be with Strong Trust, and that gives us, like I said, the timeline earlier, the six right. to nine months and nine to 12 months. It just gives us enough, enough time to do our job. And then if you would like to cancel, you can do that at any day following that year. Got it. It'll be effective of that quarter. So your publisher will probably understand this, and yeah. they'll say, okay, so we're going to go ahead and give our notice, and then at that point, we'll start adminning your songs at that point. Mm -hmm. So once once I give my notice to you, my songs are still going to be out there forever. It's not like we can take them back. You guys will still continue to remain the publisher on those particular songs? No. Nope. So it's kind of like you pass the baton. Okay. So and is that easy to do technology-wise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, I've actually done this for writers. So if you cancel a publishing agreement, you are sent what's called a letter of relinquishment. Okay. And it includes your Schedule A, also Got known it. as your list of songs yep. under the agreement. So yep. Song Trust is a per-song agreement. It's not a catalog agreement. Oh, okay. When we send a letter of relinquishment, we'll send it to all the collection organizations that now have your ownership info. And we'll say, hi, Song Trust again. We no longer represent this writer. Please know that we are taking our hands off of this and all of these songs, and we're allowing the new publisher to come and claim it. So then the new publisher has to go bake that. It, hello? It's like you're not going to automatically give them their stuff. 
why should you? That's how it works. That's you business. To, yeah, you have to go to the society <laughs> directly um, to update things. Got it. And that's why it's good to have a, um, a publisher that's directly affiliated right. with the society so that you can prevent any um, miscommunication. Is there any reason why I would want to, in my publishing agreement, say, by the way, I'll write for you guys, but I want to keep my admin over here? Does that happen often too? Or is it going to start happening more now that this is really kind of a new way in the game? Because yeah. it's just so hard enough to get paid anyway. It's right. like, why disrupt <laughs> the train? The train? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not encouraging people to work for hire, no. Um, but we do say your creative pursuits are yours. Right. So we don't take any sync licensing rights. Right. And we say go pursue your creative opportunities. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to co-write with people, you can do a you know a one side deal with another publisher or that writer's publisher. You know, whatever. just don't submit the song into your song trust catalog and ask you guys to go work it. Exactly. Okay, uh, this has been awesome. Yeah. You know, at, at first I got real nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just screwed up, and now everybody's no, gonna be no, driving no. in the car, <laughs> kind of freaking out. But now that you've been able to simplify it, and and it goes back to what I said at the very beginning. The reason why I send people to their PDF is because it's simple to understand and. Mm -hmm. There's a lot, even though, you know, I've been playing around in this business for a long time. It changes every day. And right. it's super important that you guys are affiliating yourself with companies that are staying on top of the now. Yes. And that's what I've been able to see watching Song Trust just blow up. It's like, okay, wait a minute. It's like, here's this, and now it's like this massive deal. Uh, and where, where are you guys going to be? You know, it's like if mm -hmm. someone... Like, I know you're going to be hanging around, but by the time this thing airs, can they see you at other conferences and things like that? Or is it always best just start at songtrust.com and go from there? Um, we do have an events page. Got it. Okay, cool. Just uh, what I'll do is you guys get me that link, and I'll make sure that it's in the yeah. show notes so that we'll we don't do. have to... You can only remember yeah. so much. I mean, heck, you're covering all these world territories for me. I don't expect you to remember every website, too. Well, of course, be at Madame. Uh, yes. <laughs> and our CEO was the keynote speaker at Nylon in London. So we're very integrated with a lot of the industries around the sure. world. And we're trying, we actually just hired someone um, who is, his job is to go and meet with societies directly, go into their office, shake their hands, learn the colloquial qualities, right. and then, you know, just have a better direct relationship. So we're really trying our hardest to be out there. Got it. Well, you guys are doing a fantastic job. And I, like I said, I appreciate you both. Uh, for doing this. Chantel's here with us too. Uh, she didn't talk much, but uh, she's the one who made this whole thing happen. So thank you ladies very much. You guys, thank you, uh, so much. Thank you for uh, listening to this episode. Like I said, there'll be uh, show notes. I'll have all the links and everything that you need. If you just found me for the first time and you heard me talking about the various programs, what I, what I suggest you do is head on over to musicindustryblueprint.com. While you're there, you can grab a free copy of my book. You can get a digital download, or if you'd like a physical copy, I've already bought the books. You just pay for the shipping on that. Also, too, is I have a great training called How to Become a Social Media Ninja in Under an Hour. I don't care how great your music is if no one hears it. And I'm going to teach you how to build brand awareness and authority utilizing the social media platforms that are available to you and show you how you don't have to take all day to do it. That's my gift to you. Uh, I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Ciao. Cheers. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water. You drown by staying there.